Heisje. Should I have waited? Did I make the decision to keep my boyfriend? Was I being pressured? My friends were doing it, so why shouldn't I? In my experience, my older self would tell my younger self to hold on. It's okay to wait. Wait until you know who you are and know your worth. Waiting would make it more desirable for that king God has given you, the king who cherishes you, who would do anything for you, and most importantly, treat you like the queen you are. Ladies, my younger self, it's okay to wait. I really, really want to do this, but uh, I'm so scared. I don't know if I should do it, if I should wait. Oh, man, I, I think I put it off as long as I could. But then again, I think I need to wait a little bit longer. If only there was somebody I could talk to. If only there was somebody that I could talk to. I really, really need to know what to do. Hmm. You know, I think I'm going to try to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. I'm going to wait. Oh, I'm not sure if I can wait. I think I'm going to try to wait. Well, girl, I know I'm going to wait. It's you just think hard you can wait? sometimes. It is very hard. Oh, girl, it gets hard, but let me tell y'all one thing. It's better to wait than to be sorry. Oh! You young ladies need to wait on God. God has an answer to your problems or whatever you need. Just keep focus, have faith in God, and trust him that he will bring your desires to pass. And whatever God brings you, he brings it without any sorrow. Trust God. First of all, I have avoided talking about this. Let me see how I even want to label it. This controversial, mm, let me see, difficult subject that you all have wanted me to discuss. We are here. Let's get into the conversation. I am not an expert, but I am a believer of Jesus Christ. So I'm going to give you my opinion according to the word. How about that? Y'all ready? Let's go. Hey, Shugs. Welcome to my podcast, Saving Our Sisters. I thank you for joining in on the conversation. What are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about that in a minute. But for now, I want to welcome you. If this is your first time being a part of Saving Our Sisters, thank you for joining in on the conversation. And please fast forward. Go ahead and invite your village, invite your sisterhood, your BFFs, your girlfriends, your aunties, your mamas, your grand, your grandmas, 
Invite some women to the conversation that want to learn, want to be empowered, inspired to to do better in life and living. We have been on this journey. I believe we are at episode 55 or 56. And I just want to say thank you for just writing in. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for visiting my website. If you have not did that yet, visit me at VickiLynnKemp.com. Don't forget to grab you my um my newest book, I Decree and Declare, another bestseller, in Deep Waters. It is an anointed work. And I say that with all humility. So <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. <clears throat> Y'all ready? Y'all ready for this conversation? I don't even know how this is about to go, but I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him my best shot. So, let's get into the conversation. Let's talk about sex. Y'all ready? Y'all ready to talk about sex? Now, this is from a Christian standpoint because I believe, although I may have been guilty of not waiting until marriage and if you um, have ever visited my church greater harvest christian center in bakersfield we believe in real life real people real relationship so i'm gonna try my best to keep it 100 i'm gonna be honest with you now i don't have the testimony of being a virgin when getting married um i don't have that testimony but I can tell you the benefits of waiting. And I wasn't, um, wow, I, w- I didn't wow out, but I wasn't perfect. And I think sometimes in, Christian, in being a Christian, we forget where we come from. We forget how God has delivered us. We forget what we have escaped in life. We forget that we have not always been saved. So we um, frown and we look down on those that have made mistakes. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And that's not what I am here to do. I am here to encourage you to wait. Mm -hmm. I said that. I said that. I want you to wait because there's benefits in being married. And this is what I believe. Um, A lot of women feel like, girl, I got to taste it. I got to try it out before I say I do. What if I get married and it's not what I want? What if I get married and I don't like it? I'm going to just say you got to keep praying about that. I'm going to say God will give you the desires of your heart if you are real, if you are honest, if you are transparent, all the verbs, all the adjectives. If you are just really transparent with God, telling God, Lord, I really want you to do this for me. I want I want God's best. And I believe that God will give you the desires of your heart. But it says, if your ways please him, then see you, 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 you have a condition there. Then he will give you the desires of your heart. But I want you to check out something. God gives us very clear guidance in his word on how we can be best how we can best experience the gift of intimacy and love and that he can give to us through sex. Yes, that's the three-letter word we're talking about today. It's a hard word for some of us, um, but it's real, and women are doing it, and y'all want to talk about it, so I'm here to talk about it. If you are wondering what the Bible says about premarital sex or marital sex, 
Mm, let me say that again. If you are wondering what the Bible says about premarital sex or marital sex, use the verses below to study in contents what God would have for you to learn. So we're going to give you some scriptures on today, okay? Sex was meant as wonderful um, experience, as a wonderful experience between husband and wife. Husband and wife. Did y'all catch that? This is what I believe. I'm giving it to you raw. I'm giving it to you real. Between a man and a woman. Let me do that on repeat. A man and a woman. And to provide physical, emotional, and spiritual bonding. Isn't that deep? Now that's a beautiful thing, y'all. Did y'all hear what I just read? And this is um, data and statistics found from BibleStudyTools.com. It says sex was meant as wonderful experience between a husband and a wife to provide physical, emotional, and spiritual bonding. If you are feeling overwhelmed with the sexual sin, remember that God promises to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And that's the beauty of repentance. That's the beauty of us being able to go to God after making the mistakes instead of wearing it, instead of living in um, a place of condemnation. He says we can go to him and he will cleanse us from all sin. So let's get into it. I believe sex before marriage is a sin. <laughs> yes, ladies, this is what I believe. I'm going to just keep telling you what I believe because I don't want to argue with people because I know this is a subject that is so controversial. But if you are a believer of Jesus Christ, we got to do the whole word. We got to read the whole Bible, all 66 books. God wants to pour grace on you so you can move forward in healing from hurtful sexual choices into a place of fulfillment. Now, a place of fulfillment, I believe, I'm going to keep saying, I believe, is when you find your um, partner for the rest of your life. When God blesses you with that man of God, that kingdom man. Check that out in Better Than Yesterday. I talk about that in my book, my first book. And, and I really believe fulfillment comes when you do it God's way, when you do it the Bible way, when you save yourself. You may have already messed up, but you can repent and you can save yourself for your godly mate. It's a benefit, y'all, from being married. So with that, I want to encourage you not to settle. Don't settle. A lot of times, um, most of us, when we started off in relationships, maybe in high school, let's be real, college, um, you have had the pressures of having sex. You've been with a guy that did not want to wait. You wanted to wait and they didn't want to wait. So you felt pressured into having sex. So you failed in that area. It's okay. You can get back up and you can keep going. Or um, I've been told by several sisters that they had a man that was willing to wait, but they didn't want to wait. They wanted to test it out, honey. And that's real talk. They didn't want to wait. And so from that, the relationship didn't work. The relationship didn't last because they was not willing to um, be in partnership with that mate and wanting to wait. And that's deep. So y'all mean to tell me the man wanting to wait and y'all don't want to wait? Listen, ladies, listen, sisters, we got to do better. And I get it. 
when you really want that affection. A lot of women want sex because they want that companionship. They feel that that's one avenue that connects them to um, being close to their mate. And I get that. But I promise you, if you pray, sometimes you're so heated down there. Let's just be real. Sometimes you're so heated. You, you, you're like, Lord, help me. But he will help you. But you have to crucify that, crucify your flesh. And that comes with um, praying, having a conversation with God, telling him to help you. Um, maintain your members. Uh-huh. And that comes with turning your plate over, fasting and praying. That's a whole nother area we can get into at a later time. Fasting is when you are not um, eating. Sometimes people fast um, with only drinking water. There's the Daniel's fast. But the purpose of a fast is to cause you to be more strengthened, to cause you to have more strength, to be able to reframe and be strong in those areas where you are weak and fasting is a way of you getting closest closer to God and I believe when you are single it's the best time to have a close relationship with the Lord it's the best time where you can use that time of intimacy to get closer and to be stronger with God where he can feed your mind where he can feed your spirit and cause you to wait so I'm gonna say to y'all listen if you can wait, it's a benefit in, 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 in waiting. And it's a beautiful thing to save yourself for your husband. Now, in the beginning, I told you, I'm going to give you a couple of scriptures. And this is not my, my opinion. This now is the word of God. And we can't argue with the word of God. You can, but I don't know how that's going to work for you. But Galatians 5 and 19 says that acts of the flesh are obvious sexual immorality, impurity. So there you have it. There you have it. And this is talking to people that are not married. You get that? You get what I'm saying? Um, Genesis 2 and 24 says, this is why a man leaves his father and mother and is unified to his wife and they become one flesh. I love this uh, passage of scripture because when you join together in matrimony, you are joining together in unity. You are joining together in one flesh. Your body belongs to your husband and his body belongs to you. And that right there, y'all, listen, that's a beautiful thing. So I got to ask y'all, I want to get personal with you for a moment. How many times in your past have you had sex and you felt dirty after? How many times in your past um, that you had sex and afterwards you knew instantly I made a mistake? How many times that you have got down on yourself and felt depressed because you knew you wanted to wait and you didn't wait because you allowed that man to convince you that, um, he was going to be that knight in shining armor or basically your flesh was hot and bothered and you wanted what you wanted. So you did not refrain. You did not maintain. You gave in to your flesh. And I get it. A lot of us have been there, done that, got the T-shirt. But I just want to encourage you. We're talking about sex today and I just want to encourage you. It's a beautiful thing if you... um 
can wait, get with a sister that can encourage you, get with your mother if if you want to, if you and your mother are that transparent or just get with a mentor, somebody that can pour into you and help you to refrain um, from not having sex. Ooh, I'm kind of like a little little what am i what am i want to say i'm kind of like mm, i'm really talking about sex on this podcast because you women wanted to have have the conversation and i believe the enemy let's talk about that mangy enemy which is satan we have different names for him lucifer the accuser of the brethren i call him a master strategist um he tricks us into believing what we do is okay And I never wanted to be in a situation when I knew I was sinning before my God and I felt that it was okay. But the enemy has a cunning way of making you feel like it's okay to to sin. It's okay to um, just go ahead and just be sexual when you're not married. I can remember when I was first dating my husband and we wanted to be We wanted to get married quick because we had messed up. Let's just keep it real. And we wanted God to be pleased. We wanted God to honor our relationship. So I remember, y'all, we dated in March. Um, He asked me to be his girlfriend back there, girl. Back there in the day, it was like, will you be my girlfriend? Yeah, I'll be your girlfriend. But now (laughs) the verbiage might have changed. But I was like, yeah, sure, I would love to. So we dated in March. He asked me to be his girlfriend in July. And he proposed to me in August, one month later. And the next March, we were married because we didn't feel like going to church. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to keep it real. I didn't want to go to church to be the hypocrite. You're singing in the choir. You're preaching. You're praying. Um, Y'all know how it is. If that was you, say ouch. And you go home and you make a mistake. And then you feel bad again. And then you're going back to the altar. Who wants to keep going to the altar Sunday after Sunday after you are messed up? So we wanted to go ahead um, and be married so God would be pleased with our sacrifice. That word right there. Write that down. Study it. Sacrifice. When you make a conscious decision to wait and you know that's an area where it has been hard for you. When you know sex is an area where it's hard for you to refrain because you just want to, because you got the can't help it. It's a sacrifice. And I believe, listen, if you talk to God and say, Lord, I need your help. (laughs) Lord, I need your help because I want to go over there one more time and lay up. That's the word. Let's keep it 100. Let's keep it real. Ask God, Lord, help me that I will not go back on what I promised you. And you know, the Bible tells us it's better not to make a vow vow, than to make a vow and not keep it. A lot of us have made vows before God and the flesh is so heated and hot and bothered. It's hard and I get it. And that's why I want to encourage you to stay on your knees before the Lord and get with the sisterhood that's going to support you. If that's something that you really don't want to do, you really want to refrain, you really want to keep your body before getting married, it's possible. 
But if you put yourself in situations, I can remember, um, I would go over my husband's house, my boyfriend then, and it would get heated. And I'm like, nah, I better go home. I would go home, y'all. Sometimes I ran out of there. Now, sometimes I was not successful. <laughs> but most times I was successful. I would run home because we had made a conscious decision to keep God at our forefront, to keep God at the pinnacle of our relationship because we knew we wanted the blessings of God. And that's deep. And a lot of times, if we can look back over your life, some of you all are blessed. You got out of relationship without diseases. You got out of relationships without having kids before marriage. That's a whole nother area to talk about, but it's the truth and it's real talk and it's something to consider. It's something to take, to thank God for. So sex is a broad area. So I'm just giving you my opinion. So you wrote in, you wanted to hear the conversation. So my opinion is it's a blessing in your weight. Y'all hear me? Let me say it again for the women in the back. It is a blessing in your weight. And a lot of times when you have sex, you didn't like that partner. So you moved on to this partner. Just a community, just a community thing. I'm not trying to be funny, but I'm, I'm being really, really real. And you move on to this person. Do you not know? I wish I could pull up my book. It's too far away from my microphone. Do you not know that when you have sex with different or multiple partners, you can become even more promiscuous? And that's dangerous. That is dangerous. And also, um, I believe in soul ties. You are allowing deposits to be made into your spirit. You have allowed deposits to be made into your emotions, into your mind. And a lot of times that's why women cannot move on um, from relationships because they have had sex and now they feel tied. You get what I'm saying? And they feel that having sex is keeping them in bondage emotionally. And that's not cool. That's not healthy. So I can um, in, in encourage you, again, there's a benefit and there's a blessing in your weight. I talk about in my book, Better Than Yesterday, a portion I said back in the day, um, you know, our moms, our grandmothers would tell us, it's kind of harsh, but it's a reality. You lay down with dogs, you might get up with fleas. So you got to be careful who you're sharing your your body with. You got to be careful who you are allowing yourselves to be intimate with. This is real, y'all. And I find you got to be careful who you lay down with because you never know who you are tying your soul to. Mm. My God. <laughs> That's deep. Listen to me. Write that down. You have to be careful who you are tying your soul to. Because you might get up another way and, and feel like, oh my gosh, what did I attach? What, do, what did I allow myself to attach myself to? Hebrews 13 and 4. Hebrews 13 and 4 says in the word of God, marriage is honorable in all and the bed is undefiled. But whoremongers and adulterers, God will judge. 
We want God to judge us righteously, right? Right, my sisters? Come on, hey, Shugs. I hope y'all are right. Y'all hanging with me? Am I doing okay? Y'all wanted my opinion? This is my opinion. God says marriage is honorable in all things. So I want you to allow your relationships, your marriage to become honorable with God. We don't want to make God mad. Y'all feel what I'm saying? We want God to honor our sacrifices. Now, I got to get into another scripture. 2 Corinthians 12 and 21. 2 Corinthians 12 and 21. And least when I come again, my God will humbly humble me among you and that I shall be well many which have sinned already and have not repented of the uncleanness and fornication and lasciviousness which they have committed. So we know. Right from this scripture, study it. We don't have time for a Bible study today, but we can talk about this scripture and you can do an end up study later and get with your sisterhood at a later time and talk about this word. So we see here, God is not pleased with uncleanliness, uncleanliness, fornication, lasciviousness, lasciviousness. That's a tough one. Let me spell it for y'all. L-A-S-C-I-V-I-O-U-S-N-E-S-S. Get into that word and y'all tell me how to pronounce it. But that's a deep, deep passage of scripture. God is telling us what he likes, what he honors in his word. So we have it, but still we want to have sex. So what y'all going to do? What y'all going to do about it? I say unto you. It's a blessing in your weight. I can't say it enough. Why mess up what God has for you? Because you don't want to wait. Because you want what you want. And I get it. You might be saying, Lady Kemp, girl, how you going to tell me something? You already married. I know. I heard Juanita Bynum say years ago, somebody said to her, how you going to tell us to wait and you laying in the bed with triceps and biceps? I get it. But we love you so much. We want you to wait because there's a, I can't, I can't say that enough that it's a blessing in your way. I want to encourage you to spend some time with God, talk to God and let him know how you feel. Say, Lord, I'm tired of being lonely. I'm tired of watching everybody get married. I'm tired of not even having a boyfriend or a mate. I'm tired of going to the movies, eating popcorn by myself. And a lot of times it's hard for women to even have a relationship with the man because you feel that sex has to be involved. Hmm. How about that? You feel like I can't date him because I don't know how to date him and we not have sex because that should be a part of our relationship. But the word have just told you that sex is not cool according to the word of God if you are not married. Right? Right? So I believe if you and your partner, which is a man, let's stick with that man. Um, Y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm not going the other way, but I'm talking about a man and a woman relationship, female and male. But if you are partners and you're both, that's why it's so important to become equally yoked. That's why it's important to partner up and date somebody that is like-minded as you are. So if you come into an agreement and say, hey, we want to refrain. We want to wait until we're married. When one is weak, 
That's what I loved about me and my husband. When one was weak, one was strong. So we finally found the remedy of making it work. We found the remedy of being successful and allowing God to be pleased. And then we just ran on and got married. So we didn't have to worry about making mistakes and being in trouble because of sin. That's the deep. If we, if you look at the word S-E-X versus S-I-N, when you're not married, it's a sin. Write that down so you can just see it. S-E-X slash sin. That's what it is when you are not married. So my sisters, I want to encourage you in 1 Corinthians 6 and 18, flee fornication. (laughs) Run, run, run from it. It says flee from it. I stopped right there. Free from every sin that a man doeth is without the body, but he that committed fornication sinned against his own body. That's a powerful scripture. That's so important to know. So this word is saying flee fornication. And if you sin, you're sinning against your own body. Because remember, I told you the other scripture, when you're married, you become one flesh. You become entwined as one body together. But when you are not married, you sin against your own body. And there's a consequence to sin. Ooh, there is a consequence to sin. And we don't want to be in trouble with God. And I know y'all. Some of us, some of y'all, some of us, let me just say us as women all together have been touched. You miss that touch. You miss, you long to be in intimacy. Let's just be real about it. You long to be in partnership with the man, but I'm going to be praying for you. And I mean that I'm so serious. I know that I might sound a little comical, but I'm going to be praying for you because I want you to win. I want you to be successful in life. I want you to be that bride. When when you're walking down that aisle, you're happy because you know you have made the sacrifice. And if you have fallen, get back up. That's the beauty of knowing God. That's the beauty of repentance again. That's the beauty of salvation. You can get back up, talk to God. Lord, I didn't fail. Listen, Lord, I didn't lay down. I didn't have sex again. We didn't play one more again. We didn't did it again two times, but don't play too long. Don't take advantage of the grace of God. You hear me? Do not take advantage of the grace of God. Cause see, in the day in which we living in is so much going on. We don't know when the Lord is coming back. We don't know when he's coming back. So we want to be ready when the Lord returns. You feel what I'm saying? So if you can keep yourself, I'm encouraging you to keep yourself. My husband says something so funny. I don't know if it's a song or if it was a saying. He would always say in church when he's preaching sometime, um, you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. So Ladies, check yourself, check your emotions, check your, uh, uh, your femininity, check your, uh, hormones. That's the word I'm looking for. Check your hormones, check them against the word of God, silence them with the word of God. Find some scriptures, put some scriptures on it. Lord say, Lord, keep me. Find it in the word. Everything that we go through is in the word of God. Everything that we experience, I promise you, it's in the word of God. 
you can find a scripture, put that scripture on it and say, Lord, I'm about to crash. I'm about to go back to his house. I'm about to lay up again, Lord. I'm about to have sex another day. And the Lord will say, no, daughter, daughter, trust me for your future. Daughter, trust me for your outcome. Don't do it, daughter. Listen to the voice of God. Do not bypass the voice of God. Yield to it. Stop. Stop. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's a blessing in your weight. So that's my opinion. And I pray that I have said something that it would just cause you to think, just cause you to pray about, just cause you to ponder on, um, is it worth it? Let me, let, let's just end the podcast with me asking you the question. I know some of y'all might be saying, yeah, it's worth it. Cause it feel good. And I get that too. Been there, done that. Some of y'all got the t-shirt we know, but in the day in which we living in, I'm talking about wanting to be right with God, wanting to be in right standing with the father that created us in a world where there's so much chaos. There's so much um, death and calamity and trouble. You want God to smile. You want to make God smile. And it's a beautiful thing when God can literally look on your on your life and say, daughter, I'm pleased with you. And I see you, my friend, Didi, our sisterhood. We have a saying where we say, I see you. But it's a beautiful thing when the father that created us can look upon us and say, I see you and I see you trying. Take baby steps. You might fall one or two times, but get back up and take baby steps. And the thing is, is to not be defeated, to be determined to get it right. And some of y'all going to have to go home at night. Some of y'all going to have to wear the right clothes. Um, (laughs) Y'all get what I'm saying. Y'all going to have to not be able to be. Um, putting yourself in a situations where you might be enticed or you might entice them and you fall into a trap. You know, them dates when you f- have fell, fallen into a trap and you'll be like, why did I put that perfume on like that? Why did I wear that outfit like that? Why I didn't put no bra on? I shouldn't have wore that thong. Mm-hmm. I know I'm 53. I know. So I want to encourage you to know that wisdom is the principal thing. Get some wisdom. Even if you're going on a date, get an accountability partner. That's what I want to say. Call your girlfriend and say, hey, listen, I'm about to go on a date, girl. I'm going to need you to pray for me as I'm on this date that I may not fail again. Sister, pray for me that I might keep myself when I go out on this date. So, I'm praying for you. I'm rooting for you. You can do it. You have my opinion in regards to sex. S-E-X. Keep yourself. There's a beautiful, it's a beautiful thing when you wait. And some of you might be saying, y'all can't tell us nothing. We can. We can. Because the faithful wounds of a friend, the faithful wounds of a sister is better than the kiss of an enemy. A sister cares and she's going to tell you the truth even when you don't want to hear it. A sister would tell you the truth even when you don't want to be bothered because they love you and they are concerned about your well-being. And some of the men that a lot of you are messing with, they're not worth it anyway. That's real talk. So I want to encourage you to wait. And we don't stop.
to the beach, yes, and, and we, we don't, don't stop. stop. Yes, 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 and we don't stop, and we don't stop, and we don't stop. I'm always on time. Cause we believe that you're my light and my strength. Hey, hey. Every time I 